0: Hello everyone, in um, this episode I want to talk about some serious stuff, I guess. It's kind of serious. It's been a while since I've actually watched the news. I would say it, it, it has been, I don't know, maybe a couple of months that I haven't watched. I oh, Probably could be longer than that. The only reason sometimes I see something is just because... It's playing in the background on TV. I just find the news so overwhelming. So it just makes me feel so... Um, uh, what would be the word? Like, I can't help anything that is happening. Um, and it's overwhelming. It's just extremely overwhelming. But... I did hear some stuff about the world of sports. And I saw some stuff online um, about a shooting that occurred um, against a, well, not a shooting. Well, I guess you could call it a shooting because this person got shot seven times on the back Um, I'm sorry, I need to find the name. Bear with me here one second. I apologize. I thought I had the name, but I just don't want to get this wrong. Um... Okay, and this happened in Wisconsin, I believe, and it didn't happen long ago. Um, and his name was Jacob Blake. Um, I believe he didn't die. He's at the hospital but under critical condition, I would say. I do not want to go into what was he doing? What was the cops doing? What were the cops doing? What was anything happening? Because I don't think it's necessary to shoot somebody seven times on the back if you are trying to get them to stop a behavior. I'm not a cop. I don't know much about the police system or how they're supposed to deal with situations that they encounter. But I, looking at from this perspective, why would you shoot somebody on the back? If they're on the back, they're not posing a threat to you directly. I have not watched a video. I don't wanna watch the video. I think I've never watched any video that shows anything violent, that I can't do anything about it. Because it gets me emotional for no reason, and I just, I can't help it. What do I do to make it better? Absolutely nothing. Because I can't, because it already passed. Um, having said that, the fact that I don't know the whole story, that I don't want to know the whole story, Because, like I said, I believe it wasn't necessary to shoot somebody on the back. But what I want to talk about here, though, is I got a little bit curious because if you think about it, a person that is holding a gun, and this has been debated many times, uh, that anybody that is you know gonna be possession of a gun and i believe that happens in canada i don't know how it works in the united states but i know that you need to go through some evaluation does not always happen mental evaluation that is and actually let's check that for sure Let's see if that actually happens in Canada. Let's see. Uh, yeah, okay, so background checks. This is from a government page, Canada. Um, according to the Firearms Act, Applicants are subject to background checks, which take into account criminal, mental health addiction, and domestic violence records. I don't think it ha- it happens in the United States, but if anybody knows about that, please send me a message. Actually, let's see. Let's Google this right now while we're together. In United States. Okay, well, the first thing I find is an article from the New York Times, which I'm not going to trust, okay? I think you need to report it. I don't think you actually need to just... So, believe that you don't need to... Get through a psychiatric evaluation to do own guns in the United States. I think it's fairly easy to get one. However, I was getting a little bit off track here, but this whole thing I got me curious because apparently sports are canceled, basically, or were canceled yesterday, August twenty eighth, twenty uh, seventh. Because of the situation with Jacob Blake, right? Many people are supporting the cause. They're protesting. They're upset. I mean, we just dealt with um, um, George Floyd. Um, And emotions are high. People are feeling things. The Black Black Lives Movement has been uh, going on for a while now. And... I think that everything's heightened. Everybody wants to change this issue. What is the problem? What's happening in the police system, right? So many people, I actually read a few things about, um, I believe the Black Lives Lives Matter movement is trying to uh, propose to abolish police departments, which I don't agree with. I don't think that is necessary. Because we have many issues with the government, but nobody's saying let's abolish the government because we need the government. It's not great. It doesn't function properly. But that will be called anarchy. And we don't want to go into anarchy. So there are issues that are going on in the police uh, system. It's different. In, I don't. Well, I don't think it's that different in the United States against Canada. I think just Canada... We are a smaller country based on population. We don't have the same amount of people, we don't have 300 million people to worry about in in Canada. The United States does. So our issues, I believe, tend to be (sighs) sorry, got something wrong. Our issues tend to be a little bit different than what would happen in the United States, but we have racism. We're not perfect. Canada is a nice country and it's beautiful and I love it. It's my country and I'm happy to be a part of it, but we are not angels. We're not the, you know, yeah, we are nice people, but we are not the nicest against certain um, members of our community, specifically indigenous people here in Canada. If you ever want to learn a little bit about it, just look it up. Indigenous people, Canada, you're going to find a lot of shit. It's dark. It is our dark past. We're still dealing with it. It's not going to go away for a long time. But going back to Jake Blake and the world of sports, I got really curious. And I was on my computer. Literally, I was sitting last night on my computer and I said, who shoots somebody on the back seven times? Was this person carrying a gun? I believe, um, let's see. I believe he wasn't carrying a gun, but obviously. um, That could be wrong. I mean, this just happened. I haven't watched the video, so I'm just gonna leave it at that. However, if you're walking with your back against a person, or the police officer, you're not posting a direct threat. That's what I understand. So, what? It made me thinking. What? There is definitely mental illness going on there because this person, the cop, I don't want to say his name because fuck that guy. The person, the cop, the police officer that shot him on the back. I mean, there's definitely gotta be some issues going on there. So I said. I wonder what the rate of mental illness is in uh, police officers. And I have to, I don't know what I did with my study, but I had it here. I did a quick, quick search. I have it on my bookmarks here. One second, everybody bear with me for a hot moment. Obviously, I'm basing my data based on the, in Canada. I didn't look any further for the United States, but I am assuming it's not that much different. Okay. I cannot believe it being much different because you uh, police officers are dealing with about uh, the same situations around the world, unless you live in freaking happy land or something like that, or countries that don't have a high crime rate uh, or violent crime rate, but I believe the United States does. So I could imagine it being way worse than this. So I went on and I found a study It's a foundation and it's called uh, the Center for Addiction and Mental Health in Canada. Um, So they do, it's a teaching hospital uh, and a research center for addiction and mental health issues, right? So they conducted, uh, um, I guess, I don't want to say study, but I guess uh, research, yeah. So they just wanted to know what the the, the situation with mental health was in the country. And this, this paper came out in 2018. Um, and the title is Police Mental Health, a Discussion Paper. So it's October 28th, teen. And I think that's also, uh, it's coming up to more of, uh, people are thinking are noticing a little bit more or some people are starting to know a little bit more about what cops go through. And I'm not saying there isn't an issue with uh, the things that they're doing. Um, of course, there's many things that need to get worked on. With the police system, uh, the inherent racism that exists and many of these institutions. Unfortunately, they were passed down. All these you know unspoken rules are passed down amongst members, but there is an issue of mental health amongst police officers. It cannot be denied. It cannot be brushed away because I was truly shocked when I was reading these numbers. I mean, how can we trust these people to take care of us when they themselves need to take care of themselves? And nobody's talking about it. I feel like nobody gives a shit. Everybody's just so easy to say the police fucking sucks. Fuck the police, which I agree to, to some extent, sometimes. I mean, when I get pulled over and get a fucking ticket, then yeah, I'm like, fuck the police. Fuck all of them. But they're doing their job. Unless they're shooting people for no reason. Then there's a problem. And their problem is probably also their mental health. So, I found some stuff, okay? And they looked, according to the paper, they look at the extent of mental illness in police officers across the country. They explore the stress that officers experience as part of their jobs and as part of a unique workplace culture. I don't know what unique means, um, but it is probably kind of fucked up to be a police officer. And I wish I had a police officer here with me to talk about this shit because it's a little bit outrageous that nobody's really paying attention to the people behind the guns. Um, so let's start with um, what the study mentions here. Recent studies show that mental illness is relatively widespread amongst Canadian police officers and that a number of police also engage in suicidal behaviors. Shouldn't be much of a shocker because, I mean, if I was a person that walks into a murder scene and there's guts on the fucking wall, in the floor, there's children that have been abused and neglected, That can definitely take a toll eventually. But according to the study, a substantial number of municipal provincial police, because here in Canada, we function under different uh, systems. So the RCMP, which is a Royal Canadian Mounted Police, no, they don't go around on horses all the time. That's just for official events, just so everybody knows. And um, and then we have our municipal, provincial police. So to give you an example, we have the RCMP that they um they they're kind of more of the uh federal police system, and then you would have, for example, the city police. So city of Vancouver police, and that will be um, pro- uh, municipal and a part of the province, which is British Columbia. So there's a couple of systems, um, but they're all kind of do the same things. There's just more funds and whatnot um, provided to either one of them. Um, I'm not exactly sure which one, but the RCMP is just the federal one. They're the bigger ones. But the the local police is also um, quite... um, present in their uh, respective cities. So, according to the study, a substantial number of municipal provincial police, which is a 36%, and RCMP, a 50%, report current symptoms of mental illness compared to the general population. A study of two urban, urban Canadian police departments found that mental health problems And illnesses were frequently frequently cited by officers. So hear this. 52% reported moderate to severe stress. 11% of those were extremely severe. 88% reported moderate to severe anxiety. 12% extremely severe. We're talking about 88%. 88%, okay? And that's true two urban Canadian police departments, so I'm going to say it was probably either Toronto or Vancouver, so large departments. But um, even if that's the big one, then, of course, it's an issue. Goldie, stop. Sorry, my dog's chewing her paw. I guess she has anxiety too. But 87% reported moderate to severe depression. extremely severe. And 29% were in the clinical diagnosis range for post-traumatic stress disorder. The lifetime prevalence rate of PTSD for all Canadians is about 9%. Obviously, I think everybody kind of is aware of PTSD and what it does to you. But if you don't know, here's a little bit of it. Symptoms of PTSD is uh, such as flashbacks, nightmares, hypervigilance, and aggression usually occur within three months of exposure to trauma, but sometimes takes years to appear. PTSD can be triggered by a single traumatic event or may develop after repeated exposure to multiple traumas. So like I said before, imagine walking into a room and that could possibly be happening to these police officers two, three times a day, depending on the area that you are. So if we're talking about a violent, high violent crime place, you're looking at events on the regular that are going to disturb you because we're not built in to look at things that make us so fucking fucked up in the head. We're not used to walking into a house or walking into a field and see a bunch of dead people or dead animals or anything that these people are seeing. We don't see it. We don't know what they're going through. We have zero clue what they're looking. And then we sit on our TVs and we say, fuck these guys, fuck them to a certain extent. They're not perfect. But I think we're all forgetting that they're also humans. And they also have some fucked up shit going on. I mean, just just look at the rates of this stuff. They don't have the resources to deal with these situations. And they also have a lot of suicidal behaviors. So the guy that shot Jordan Blake on the back is definitely... Having or has some sort of issues, or I'm sure something has happened that he might have had a flashback, aggression, something, because that's just not normal. And obviously, we need to look at the reasons why this occurred. But I mean, we got to look at the other side. We gotta look at what is happening with the police. Why are they, why are they behaving this way? And why are people not, or even the government, police departments, why are they taking more of an action to help their own freaking? police officers they're the ones that are here supposed to protect us but we cannot trust them whatsoever because they're very likely to be dealing themselves with some fucking ptsd or some anxiety or they want to kill themselves it's a pretty messed up to be honest um So, for example, suicidal behaviors. Police are more likely to engage in suicidal behaviors than the general public. A recent Canadian study found that the prevalence of past-year suicidal ideation and planning were higher for municipal, provincial police and RCMP compared to the general population. Prevalence of past-year suicide attempts was similar amongst police and the general public. So, let's see what else. Well, I can go on to a little bit more of a deep conversation about this, but I don't want to get too, 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 too deep into this. I just want to, I just wish I could hear more about, let's look into the departments, not just because of the racist tendencies, because obviously they exist But that is just a bunch of police officers that are racist. You can't just say the whole system is racist because you can't say that the good cops are racist because that's not fair. Let's look at what's happening in their minds because we're not going to get any better. Things are not going to get any better. They're not going to abolish the police. The police is not going to go anywhere. So how do we make it better? How do we make it better for them? So then they can all be better too. And we don't hear this shit happening anymore. That's my take on this situation. And I wish... And maybe I can do something when I'm done my schooling. And I can go into something that's related to this. And... uh, something can i mean there's also the issue of cop being the person the strong person and they don't you know they have to put on this act that they have it all together that it just makes it 10 times worse probably and um yeah i just wish there was an easy solution but there isn't any easy solution so i just wanted to put this out there and um I know it was a bit of a serious topic, but I think I, I just felt kind of, I felt I don't want to say I mean I felt many emotions watching or reading about this uh, stuff with the police departments and obviously it's horrible what's happening to um, victims of police violence in the United States. I mean it's horrible. We have it here too but a solution or something better hopefully will come up and if not then people will keep fighting and protesting until a change happens because that's usually how change occurs thank you guys for listening i love you all don't watch the news too much just watch it enough or google it or because honestly who I I just do not trust the news cuz I see something in one TV channel is something different from another TV channel and then online is different and then here's different and then everybody has an opinion but nobody's looking at the facts. So just don't watch too much of the news. Chill out for a bit. Take a day or two off of it and see how you feel. So everybody hope I hope everybody has a Nice weekend, and I fucking love you all.